everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Back 40. Secrets Out. I'm Jared. I'm Casey. And um, how you doing today? I'm doing all right, dude. How are you doing? I'm exhausted. I can tell. Mm. It's a long day. I'm sorry about that. Um, today's episode, we'll be covering the episode of Reaper, entitled... It was entitled, Coming to Grips. Thank you, Casey. Because some very special things happened in the episode. It was. It was exciting. It was. I was impressed. I mean, I thought it would be good going in, but I was really impressed. You know, I'm kind of pumped. I am too. And that's the only thing keeping me going right now. Um, first, a little bit of news. Um, still no word on Reaper for Season 2. I'm sad about that. That's Very. disappointing. Casey's expressed extreme displeasure with this. Yes. And with other things regarding it. Which I will not repeat on the air. I will not do it. That's good. It was dirty. It was not that dirty. It wasn't bad at all. But um, In other news... Do you want to tell them about the new excitement for... Oh, I will tell them about the new excitement. I was looking on Starkville's House of L, which is... Glorious. Yes, here we're... Um, I was looking on www.smallvillepodcast.com, and they nice had posted... plug for... Yes, I, well, I have to. Over there. I have to, so they'll know where to... Well, but I, awesome. I found a website that might be beneficial to all of you. It's called the WB.com. Yes, I did say the WB.com. It's not quite complete yet, but I think what the gist of it is, they're going to bring back episodes of your favorite TV shows so that you can watch them for free online. And I have entered my email address in there so that they will update me as the site gets, you know, updated mm-hmm. as they as they're creating the site. And so far, they have put shows like Smallville. Ah! Uh, Gilmore Girls is on there. The OC is on there. One Tree Hill is on there anyway. So I'm excited about that because now we can watch past episodes online for free. Smallville. Yes. So I don't have to even get the DVDs out and scratch them anymore. If we want to, if we want to, you know, go back and rewatch one and catch up or just, you know, relive memories, you can uh. go to www.wb.com once again it's not up yet but it will be in the coming weeks so we wanted to throw that out there and give it some publicity also uh, just another reminder check us out online at www.theback40.blogspot.com and email us at back40podcast at hotmail.com I gave the wrong web address you did it is www.theback40podcast the Back Forty Podcast. There you go. Topblogspot.com. And like I said, the email once again is very lonely. <laughs> I don't know if anybody listens to us or we're just talking to air. I don't know either way. But Back Forty Podcast at Hotmail. Drop us a line with good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter. Or just even what you thought about the episodes of the TV shows. Give us your comments, your questions, your, you know. Little quips about the episodes. You of the shows. could be the first email ever read on the we back forty. Read your email on this show. Absolutely, I don't yes. care if it takes me an extra hour. I might make one up and just just so we can say that we got an email. That's a good idea. That's how desperate I'm that. getting for an email. This is terrible. He's lonely. I am. Casey manages all that for me, and uh, he's getting lonely. Uh, yeah, no. 
Okay, well. Getting into Reaper, episode coming to grips. We open up with Sam on the phone with Andy. <sighs> Great. In the condo. Was that his regular apartment? Yeah, I guess so. well, it, it was. It was weird been. looking when they. It when was they nicer looking. In. Yeah, it was. Anyway, I just picked up on that. I was just wondering if it was his apartment. And he's saying he's running a little late with cooking dinner, but he's glad to do it. Well, wouldn't you be? Yeah. I can't cook anything but TV dinners and sandwiches, but if that girl was, you know, I think I'd, you know, at least order takeout or something. Yeah. So he's he's on the phone. You know, he's trying to prepare this chicken or something. He's trying to debone the chicken. Debone the chicken. Which is probably going to be, you know, a little difficult for Sam to do. Yeah. So he's and probably dreading that. Kind of in and out while he's on the phone, we see something flying in the air. And we all, Jared, we you, all sense You caught into this pretty quick. I, I was kind of, it was kind of late last night when we watched the episode, so I was kind of a little slow picking up on things. And Which Jared it was, was obvious, like, but. It wasn't, no, I didn't, I wasn't thinking. I it was late. It's the haircut. Dude, I love my haircut. It was free. And plus. You know, I really appreciate the guy that gave me this haircut. And you have to look and you have to look really hard until that's not entirely even. So I really appreciate the free haircut I got. Mr. And Fro. Jared has made fun of it all day. Mr. Fro. It feels better. I got a haircut because I had like five pounds of hair on my head and it was getting hot. Jared's mad at me. Okay, Pedro. Anyway, let's go on with the episode. Okay, I'm sorry. So, um, it's all right. Sam's preparing the meal when a demon flies in to be known as Tony. Yes, Tony is very ticked. He got Sam around the neck. We'll just call him Ticked Off Tony. Ticked Off Tony. Yeah. Yes, very well. And, uh, you know, he's convinced that Sam betrayed them. You know, because in last week's episode, the, the walls came tumbling down atop the... Demon underground. The round. Yes, the round walls came it's and tumbling like down. Demons die in the round. That's right. Get your tickets now. They sure did. They all died except for poor Tony. Now he's lonely and mad. He's so lonely. <laughs> Much like our email box. Yes, just like our email. So finally, Sam convinces Tony that he was, you know, deceived by Satan. He got tricked while trying to gasp for air because Tony's. Yeah, I thought Brett Harrison did a real good job of that because it sounded like he was being choked for a second there. But so you know, Tony's his senses come to him, and that sensitive Tony comes back out. He's like, "I know, Sam. I'm sorry." Yeah, he starts to. I don't guess he cried. I guess demons don't cry, but he started to kind of get the demons don't <laughs> cry. He started to get the cloud of gloom, despair, and agony on him. And and he regretted choking Sam. So he decides to help Sam with dinner because Sam's an obvious need. And he, he's like, "What do you? What do you? What do I need to do? Debone the chicken." I have never. This. He's really, you know, he's really good at deboning chicken because he just like reached right in there and. Because he eats people. Yes, he does. He eats little children. <laughs> no, that was Bob from the legal department. That was Bob. I was yeah. Just was, demons in general. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about it. That was pretty funny. The little demon, demon anonymous meeting. Yes. There, but, uh, so he was, he was deboning the chicken. And 
And then he tells Sam that he's going to withdraw from society. And go to their little shack that he and Steve had. They were going to retire there. And he says his culinary magazines are all that's keeping him in, all that's keeping him sane. And so he was. Gonna, they're going to retire in the uh, the little the little love shack. The little round love shack. Yeah, it's got it's got round fences around it because once again the devil can't penetrate a circle. Yeah, but Tony also tells Sam that he's planning to rebuild the uh, the demon army he's got going. Yeah, Tony always was the uh, aggressive one. Yeah, and um, you know Sam says you know. But really, you gotta kill him with kindness. Because kill the devil with kindness. He realized from their last talk in the last week's episode that, in fact, Steve's plan was gonna work, and the devil was afraid of it. So he's like, "It may have taken ten thousand years, but it's gonna work." <laughs> he's like trying to tell Tony that you know this, in fact, was gonna work, but Tony is too, you know. Yeah. Jesus so- would have probably just came back before it <laughs> worked. Probably so. He's, the way the world's going now, I tell you what. I tell you, I don't get into that though. Here that's, or there, that's but neither, neither here nor but there. But very here. true, Casey. True. Anyway, so then after Tony says that he's going to rebuild the army. Do you notice how they just happen to have a big red circle on the kitchen floor? Yeah, that was weird. I thought that was kind of just you know. Out of nowhere. Yeah, kind of poof, and there was a circle in there. I wanted him to draw with the mustard again. I was disappointed they didn't use the mustard. But anyway, then we go to the next day and we well, go. Well, Andy comes on in. That's right. Gosh, Casey. I'm sorry. I'm the I'm, tired one, not you. Dude, it's just getting a little late. But uh, Andy comes on in and go ahead. And, you know, Tony flies up into the ceiling. <laughs> and, you know, Sam's like a little nervous now. Because he doesn't want her to see Tony. Right, but Tony, he's still cooking with his tail. Yeah, he's shaking the salt in the, you know, in the food. So he's then, resourceful. He's a very he resourceful. He's a multitasker. He is. High he's hanging up in the rafters and shaking salt. Talent. That's talent. It is teamwork. All right now, Casey. Then we go to the workbench on the next day, and uh, Sam and Andy are there. And they see Sock and Josie, who have apparently gotten back together. Yeah, because he lays a peck on her. After Yes, he does. He gives her a little sugar there. This, uh, this you know, Ben finds this funny, our whipping boy. He actually, you know... Depresses him. He gives him a little sermon. He says, you know, y'all are lucky to have strong, independent woman, I believe. Yes, yeah, strong, the, independent women. Taking off the jewel song. Stronger woman, you remember? No. You haven't heard that? No. Good. Because it's... Anyway, go ahead. Right. They played a lot on CMT and it depresses me. Anyway, go ahead. I, just, I don't know where to go with that. Well, he said strong, independent women, but he tells them that they're lucky to have that because it's not easy for some people to find it, meaning himself, because he's lonely. So, Sam and Sock know about a list, apparently, that's a long-running list that no, they grab Ben it. keeps, so yes. they steal it from him, pretty they much. They grab it right out of his back pocket. And who just keeps it in their back pocket, like that free and loose? He, well, whose list was... That's, who has a list like that? I know. Did you see some of the stuff on that list? 
Yeah, and through this list of must like so and so's novels, like why is for Sue, yes? Yes, Sue Grafton, I believe it was. Yes, that sorry right. if I got that name wrong, but sounds right anyway. to me. Yes, G is mixed for martial arts. Delicate wrist. Delicate the one wrist. That got me. Piercing green I eyes. Could, I couldn't really understand why he wanted delicate wrist. I'm a fan of uh, blue eyes. Me too. Any ladies out there, blue <laughs> eyes. Jared's available. I'm very available. Just send us an email at www.back40podcast at hotmail.com. It's not www.hot on the email. Well, anyway, it's back40podcast at hotmail.com. I'm eligible, man. I'm not too fat yet. And uh, pretty still. Man pretty. Anyway, going <laughs> going on. And uh, so they steal the list out of Ben's back pocket. And they conclude he's just a little picky. Yeah, because his list is like three miles long. I've been told I'm a little picky as well, but I his, understand where he's coming from. His list contained, but was not limited to, some of the stuff we've already covered. Yes. And much more. It folded out. Yes. It was so long. Anyway, so he's a little picky. And, uh, and <clears throat> the devil then makes his appearance. Teleporting Sam away from his daydreaming. Zap Sam out of... You know, he was checking Andy out. He was. He's well, my woman. No one blames him. No one blames him. Yeah. So he teleports him to a playground where he announces the escaped soul is Jack King. And we find out, you know, Mr. Jack is working somewhere weird. He's like, that's his kid over there. That's that kid. And that kid. What, Every kid on the playground. They're all brothers. Yes. They're all related, but. And they all have the same father, but. None of the mothers know. <laughs> yeah, that was this soul was a little weird to me. He, he was kind of, especially the part. Well, we'll get there. I, I keep jumping ahead. Go ahead. There was a little comment about the devil said that that he was like a starfish because he kept multiplying. Yes. I thought that was funny, but anyway, we we discovered that Mr. King works at a uh, sperm bank, and he. Sets it up so that he is the donor for every for everybody at the sperm bank. Cause he's all about himself. He's vain. He is vain. He's a fat, bald, vain man. He is vain. That reminds me of another song. It's an old one. You're so vain. Exactly. You read me. Okay. Any, who was that? You don't know who that was. No. Okay. Anyway, I don't. Harley Simon. Very. I think that's it. Sold on American Idol, which I despise. Uh, anyway, your mama likes it. My mother loves it. She will quit watching after this season. I bet. Though. <laughs> Come on. Are they gonna? Plug. Are they gonna have another one? I'm sure they will. They'll run it to the ground. Anyway, on with the show here. Um, so, you know, they figure out he's he's impregnating all these women with his sperm. So then we. I think this might have been, we get the vessel, which I think was... Oh, wait, we forgot how Sam gets hit in the face with a ball. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Out of place, but... Anyway. Hilarious. After Sam gets, you know, like, conked with a with a kickball, we teleport back to the, you know, the workbench, or else he goes back there. I don't know if he teleports back. Probably has to walk back. He might just has to walk back. Every time. the devil sucks. But anyway. Um, That's right. The devil sucks. The devil is bad. <laughs> um, anyway, we get the vessel, and I don't know if you agree with me, Jared, but 
I thought this vessel might have been the coolest one yet. Yeah. We get the, uh, I don't even know what it's called. I, I so, think it's a scythe or yeah. something. They, I thought it was a sickle. It's like a true Is reaper it? thing. It's like what the Grim Reaper carries, if you didn't watch the episode. Which, by the way, if you didn't watch the episode, shame on you. And this is going to be spoiler filled, so you should turn off right now and watch the episode, and then turn us back on. But um, or let us paint you a picture with our words. Yes, because we're such wordsmiths. Which very nice. Which brings me to this little. I'm going down a rabbit trail. We mentioned in the rabbit trail. I mean, in the first episode that we enjoy going down rabbit trails. I'm going down one. This brings. <laughs> sorry, but this brings me to a point. Jared has. It has come to my attention that I might have misspelled words on the blog. So I'm going to have to ask y'all to overlook that if you do. I corrected them before him. Jared, Nobody yes. checks it. Jared has Or they email my, us. You would email but, us if you loved us. But anyway, this. what I'm getting at is if I do happen to misspell a word, just look over it and Jared will proofread it and correct it. Anyway, so we get the we get the scythe. Which is the coolest. And it's like, push a button, and it's like a It's a It's a telescoping scythe. It goes, you know, it folds up into like this little... Chica, chica. Yeah, this little pocket-sized like vessel Like a lightsaber. And he, yes. Yes. Mm. Um, he, hits, <laughs> he hits the button, and it and it pops out in, in all its scythe glory. But uh, that's the coolest vessel ever. So there's my little uh, take on the vessel. But... He's unaware that someone is spying on him through the uh, the oh. little peephole in the door. Oh yeah. Yeah, she just have someone's happened to just be standing there while he's playing with the coolest vessel ever, and it happens to be the worst person ever <laughs> that could stand there, and it happens to be Andy. <sighs> yeah. No one wants her to see him. No. So then she's like, "Oh, something's up. I better, you know, investigate this." Well, she's like. You ready for lunch, Sam? Yeah, because he like, had promised to take her to lunch. No, I, I'm not. I ate with Sock. Well, that was stupid. And Sock's like, I challenged him to an eating contest, and you, I won. doesn't matter if you've already ate. Go to lunch with him. I know, but they got to go take care of Jack. That's right, because he's going to multiply. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Um, so she knows something's up after seeing him you know, press the button and pop out the uh, huge, humongous scythe. So she's like, I better follow him. The Blade of Glory. <laughs> oh. Not to be confused with the movie. I watched some of that movie the other day, by the way. Not one of my favorites. Yeah. It's alright, though. Yeah. Um, it has its moments. But anyway, she uh, she comes in and she figures out that she must go investigate this, this strange occurrence. And so she follows him where where they go, which is they, they're going to the sperm sperm bank and, and they're in the process of signing up to be donors and they're gonna go kill the semen demon sock does refer to uh mr king as the semen demon which i thought i that kind of got a i've been trying to remember what it was for five no, minutes it before was, we got there it was a very have you really yeah i'm sorry it was a very very uh fitting name i think because it was hilarious but they're trying to sign up to be donors and to me, this scene was really funny because they tried to play up back when Reaper first started. Remember, they tried to play up the fact that Sam and Sock were slackers, and they were like, "Where'd you go to school?" Yeah, I went to Yale Law School, and 
and I went to Harvard. Putting crazy so stuff. So I went to Oxford. Well, I went to Yale Law <laughs> School first. Putting crazy stuff down on their. Donor, I'm a doctor. Uh, <laughs> down on their donor forms, and uh, so they they uh, turn in their forms, and they're headed upstairs to the uh, to Jack's office, and uh, something weird happens. Something weird. This, you know, Sam doesn't waste any time. He just presses the button and chops Jeez. poor Jack's head off. Just decapitates him. And I'm yeah. like, boy, that ain't, in, like, they ain't, they ain't normal. In broad daylight with the window open. And the window was sadly open because somebody was, again, looking in the window. Watching. And so Sam decapitates. Who was watching? I'm getting there. Sam decapitates uh, poor Jack, and we zoom out the window, and this horrified, horrified Andy is uh, sitting in the car watching, and she freaks right out, which who can blame her? I would have freaked right out, too, if I'd have seen somebody chop somebody's head off. That is a funny face, Jerry. <laughs> I'm making faces in the, in the window over here. <laughs> I'm farting. <laughs> Not really. It's the chair once again. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Dude, why can I do it on command? <laughs> you must be talented. Cody can do that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, um, Sorry. Rabbit. Yeah, again. So, Andy sees... She sees Andy. Sam decapitate um, Jack. But then... So they think they've finished the job, but they're kind of like, well, the body's still here. Well, then the body does something weird. It gets up. And starts running around, and since it doesn't have a head, it's hitting everything. It's like a, it's like the Headless Horseman. Yeah? Yeah. And Except it, for no pumpkin. And then Jack's, the, head. the head's speaking to the body. It's kind of yeah. like in Scrubs. It's laying over there in the floor where the, oh, the floating, he the floating, the floating head, head doctor. doctor. Yeah. It's kind of like that. That was sweet. Why do you do this? That was a great... Great little fantasy there, but anyway, the uh, the head's on the floor in a puddle of blood. Yeah, on the floor, and it's going. There's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of blood, but there is blood. Surprising. Must have been a clean cut. Must have been a poor budget. It was quick. It was yes. a quick cut. So that thing uh, was sharp. It like seared it. I want one of those. Seed I wonder if they actually burned like, it, cauterized it, whatever. I won't. I wonder if they actually do make those little sites. I'm guessing not. Me too, but it, it was too cold to be made. But um. Anyway, the head is on the floor, and he's like, "No, I'm over here talking to the body, trying to get it to come over to the head so they can be reunited." And uh, then it finally finds it. And so Sam is. Wait, no, it never finds it, does nope, it? Nope. Sam cuts off Sam, the hand. Yes. Sam starts chopping the body into pieces, and he cuts off the hand, and then he, you know, he uses the vessel as it was intended and sucks the body into the the side thing, and then he's like, and then he goes over to the head and is about to, you know, suck it into the side thing, and it goes, wait a minute, before you send me back, how do I look? <laughs> and And Sam doesn't bother to answer, and we go to a commercial, but before we go to a commercial, we realize that Sam has made a large mistake. It's like in the Adams family. I knew you were going to say that. I was about to ask you what that was called, but thing is it thing? It. I couldn't. No, is it the one with the big hair, the long hair? 
thing or it. Uh, anyway, one Which of those. Whichever one didn't have long hair. But it looks like tall. it looks like the large, the large Adams family character that walks around. It's the just a hand. Hands. Yeah, it's a hand walking around. So then we go to a commercial. And uh, it's thing. Cause it, yeah, cousin it. It had the it had the long hair, didn't it? Yeah, cause his name was cousin it. Someone email us and confirm. Yes, please. Um. <laughs> Somebody email us and tell us the name of the hand on the Adams family. It's too late. Um. And then we cut to a <laughs> ripping off shoe. Um. We cut to a commercial there. We did not. And uh. Now we're back at the workbench, and Ben is sitting in the little lobby like the little food court area because you know the workbench has a food court yes it does kind of like employee of the month and a co-worker comes up named sarah first time we've seen sarah i do believe yes and she's british she is british very bloody british and, and you can tell it was nice though and ben you know he's rambling by his list and she takes it and reads it and he's saying you know i just want my soulmate and she says I found my soulmate once when I was 12. <laughs> Phil 12. Collins at the mall. Yes, it was Phil You'll Collins. You'll find your Phil Collins one right, day. Right man. around the time he was doing The Lion King, or Tarzan, whichever one he did. Tarzan? Yes. He anyway. Did, uh, he did Tarzan. Yeah, it was Tarzan. Great movie. Um, was it? I liked it. I did too, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. That was a long time ago. So. She says, you know, Ben, just hang in there. You'll find your Phil Collins. Everyone. He says, really? Hmm. Everyone will find their Phil Collins, dear. Yes. <laughs> so now Andy's sitting in the break room, distraught, <laughs> disturbed. She's obviously angry. Yeah. And Sam comes in to bring flowers, and she like gives him the... She drops a bow. Dude, I mean, this would have gotten her face. suspended many, many games in the... NBA playoffs. Did you hear about that? No. Somebody threw a bow at somebody the other night. It's awesome. Yes, it was. In fact, I think it was one of the the Boston Celtics. No. Sorry, Jerry. God. Um, but anyway, she dro- she dropped Sam with an elbow to the nose. Yeah, or a backhand. I don't know. I think it was. I don't Close know, but whatever. it was it was awesome. She kicked his butt. She wants to know what's going on, why he killed somebody. <laughs> See, they're, they have their little conversation, and he's like, um, I can't even tell you, which is a lousy excuse. And then he's like, <laughs> why would I kill somebody? Andy, it's me. Uh, Sam Oliver chopping someone's head off? <laughs> I mean, come on. Do you really think I would do this? And then she's, she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to the police. <laughs> he's like, give me 24 hours, I have to talk to my boss. Which, you know, she's like, Hitman. He says, this is my other job, and I just need a little time to, you know, talk to my boss. Because he had told her about the, the part of his life that he could never, you know. So he's like, that was my other job, and I just need to talk to my boss. She goes, you got 24 hours, and that could have been the meanest look I've ever seen her give on this show. So uh, she gives him the time, and then, and only then, do we go to the DMV. <laughs> yes. Haven't been there in a while. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I was, I was thrilled. Until the fact that it got time for Gladys to utter her famous lines. You know, place the vessel on the mat. We didn't hear that. She didn't do it. I was disappointed. 
But uh, Sam, you know, goes to her and and he's got attached to the vessel is a note that says "Attention, Devil" on it. And Gladys sees it and says, "What is this?" And Sam, like, it's a note for the devil. I can't get a hold of him. He just zaps me any anywhere, anytime. He took away his cell phone number, so I can't get a hold of him. So I wrote him a note, and he says, "Would you please send it to him?" And she goes, "Whatever," and pushes it down the tube. And immediately, Sam is teleported to the adult store. No, no, no. Um. The dirty store. It's what yes, the. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So then the devil's all mad. He's standing in the middle of the, the store and he's like, you've made a mistake. And we realize that, in fact, Sam has made a mistake. Because the weird the weird hand is still roaming around and he hasn't gotten all the pieces. This is where he finds out that... That... that uh, Jack. Jack. <laughs> gosh. Can multiply. Yes, this is where the devil uttered the line about uh, Jack being like a starfish, and he's he, you know, you can if you leave a piece of him, he regrows entirely. Of course, because he's a reproduction machine. That's right. That's why he, you know, runs a sperm bank, which this soul fit very well. His like powers and his occupation, by the way. Um, so he tells him, you know, he explains that he can regrow from any piece left. And then, and then Sam, you know, Sam realizes that he, Sam actually tells the devil that Andy saw him chopping Jack's head off that time, and he goes, "Oh, you're getting sloppy," and stuff like that. And Sam goes, "I gotta tell her. I don't see any other way. I gotta do it." And then the devil's all—he's like, "Oh," and he thinks it over, and I guess he realizes there's, you know, I guess he realizes he has to let Sam or kill her. Yeah. And, you know, I think he would have just assumed kill her. But I think, you know, that wouldn't have been cool because she's Andy. And, yeah. And I would have been mad. Yeah, you would. I would have. Wouldn't you not? Yeah, I'd run angry. So, uh, he says, you know, okay, I'll give you a chance to tell her if there's always a catch with the devil. So then Sam, you know, he says... He says, you know, if you'll do me a favor, one day I'm going to come to you and I'm going to need a favor. And Sam all hastily, <laughs> and Sam all hastily uh, says, yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'll invite you into my home. <laughs> and the devil, do that again, I don't think the mic picked it up. Said, I've invited you into my home. <laughs> How many times have you said, hey, have a coffee with me? How many times have you offered me? Yes, if I do you this favor, you will be indebted to me, like our father. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's horrible, probably. That's pretty good. No, it's pretty good. Um, I love the Godfather. So, uh, so the devil says, you got to do me this favor. And Sam's like, yeah, whatever. And the devil says, wait, let's think about this. Which was kind of weird for the devil to do. Usually he would have just, you know, took that as... But he says, if you say yes... You're gonna basically this favor is gonna be terrible, and he's like, okay, whatever. And this put the fear in me and Casey. And I was like, oh no, please no. don't do that. Not Andy. You're don't don't hurt her. Yeah, I thought he was gonna, you know, ask for Sam to have to kill Andy or something, 
Or right. he was just going to kill Andy. Or just like, hey, you can't be with her. Yeah. I just don't want him to hurt her. Which is fine. He doesn't have to be with her. She'll just be with me. I feel protective. I don't want him to hurt her. Is that wrong? No. Despite the fact that she's a TV character, I it's feel protective. It's not wrong for you to feel, feel <laughs> a connection with just, these people. Anyway, so, so Sam's like, he's like, this favor is going to be terrible, awful. Sam's like, whatever, i got to tell her. So he agrees, you know. So he agrees to let Sam tell Andy. And, uh, but he also says that, as we all know, Sam can, or Andy can never tell anybody of the arrangement between Sam and the devil. And so that's done. And then back at, and then, you know, Sam tells Ben Sock the news. And they're like, and they're like, (laughs) good yawn there. And they're like, and they're like, you're an idiot. You just made another deal with the devil. It's not not exactly the smartest thing. Ben's like, Sam, let's think about this. <laughs> Which is exactly what I was thinking when watching the episode. I was like, who makes another? I mean, look where the first deal got you. Yeah, you're in trouble. You know, he didn't make the first. No, but still, it's not his he, fault. It's not his fault at all. But he could have learned from you know the mistake. Very was, true. So, but no, he does again. So they're like. And uh, their concern, which I would be too if my friend had, who was already a bounty hunter for the devil, had made, you know, had to do the devil another favor one day. Especially if he told me that the devil said it was terrible. Yeah. I, I would have really. So, uh. Then. And then. We hear Sarah and her Britishness. Dum, dum, dum. Ben, could I use your shampoo? <laughs> There you go again with the awesome impression. Dude, that was She's the worst the one ever. And Ben's just like, all of a sudden, dude, oh yeah, we got married. Yeah, you can use my shampoo. Oh, it's got good herbal and blah, 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 yeah. and it doesn't dry that. Wait a minute, she lives here? Well, yeah. We kind of got married. So, ben, so I'm thinking Ben just like lost all inhibition, dropped all standards. So Ben, you know, for a says that he actually had a noble motive for marrying her and that was that she could get her green card which was kind of funny that they would do that green card yes um we're not talking about how ironic it is no i'm not gonna do that i was i got where you're going with but it but i refuse to offend anybody hopefully i didn't offend anybody. we're not offending people yes so anyway so he so, also and you know, socks. Why, sixteen hundred? Yeah, he's like, she paid me sixteen hundred bucks, and then it's socks like, like, okay, good, good, good job. Okay, um, so she's gonna be staying with them for a while, um, and then <clears throat> all three of the boys go to the bar. You know, the booze, I think it's called, because that's what it says on the outside. I really don't the know. The booze. Yeah, you yeah. can booze at the booze. <laughs> oh man! So they go to the bar and uh. And Andy shows up, and Sam realizes he has to have the talk of talks with her. You know, tell her the secret. You know, Sock and Ben are supposed to have his back. <laughs> but, uh... Like real friends. But, and so they sit down at the table, and Sam's like, You know that part of my life I told you I could never talk about? And Andy's like, Yeah. Sam um, works for the devil! Yeah, he's trying to, you know, sugarcoat it, and Sock just all of a sudden, you know, blurts it out, lets the cat out of the bag. And, uh... That was indeed loud. Um, 
Okay. Sorry, I get excited. Yeah, well, I did too when I was watching it. If your parents hadn't have been asleep, I might have, uh, might have yelled. Uh, luckily, um, we're both home this week, away from college. True. I'm about to be done. But uh, I'm not. she tells, you know, Sam tells her the secret, and she's like, oh, and he, she gets up and runs, and she's like, is this your, your idea of a sick joke? And, of course, Sam says, no, I'm not joking, and he's trying to explain it to her father. And I expected, you know, Sock and Ben to be over there trying to trying to help him, trying to have his back, as you say. But they weren't. And Wait, she, no, Chili. She finally, you know, leaves, goes out of the door. She tells him he's got a few more hours. Yeah. Come up with got, a legit. Yeah. Come, come up with a one an excuse. And uh, so she leaves. She storms out of the door. I would say she stormed out, wouldn't you? Storm. And, uh. And he turns around and is like, dude, you're supposed to have my back. And Sock was like, well, someone had to wait on the chili cheese fries. He was obviously obsessed with some chili cheese fries, as he was in the Acid Queen episode. The man loves the chili cheese fries. I like cheese fries, not the chili. I can do without the chili, too, but I can also handle it. I can't. Either way. But, uh, and so they, uh, they do that. And then... Sam actually went back to the sperm bank, and he's snooping around in there, and he finds the uh, the date book, the little black book that Jack has, with the uh, with all the names of the women he's uh, donated his services to, and and their due dates. It's a and, false knockup. And it <laughs> artificial insemination. It's like artificial yes. insemination. Um. We actually had a discussion about that during the I'm an ag major, so uh, that's part of my deal, but I'm not fond of it. In fact, (laughs) I've never never had to do it, and hopefully never will. Well, I hope you don't either, but I imagine it's coming. Uh, I doubt that. I'm an educator, Casey. Educator. Then 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 the old adversary appears, the devil appears, after Sam finds the... uh, the black book with all the due dates in it and says, okay, this has got to stop. You're so distracted by that situation with Andy that you can't concentrate on getting the soul. And uh, he says, they never believe, you know, he says, she didn't believe you, did she? And he says, no. And he goes, they never do and you've got to quit being distracted and you've got to, you know, get the soul before he multiplies again. And so uh, he appears and and he also says something very threatening, and my heart jumped when he said this. He said, if you don't handle that whole situation with uh, with Andy, he said, I'll give you one more chance. If you don't do it, I'll do it myself. And I was like, oh, no, we all know what that means. Harsh words from a harsh man. <laughs> Captain Insano. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, so then, outside the workbench, uh, Someone, Andy's talking on the phone. I think she was actually calling the cops. Am I right? Do you remember? No, she was calling Sam. Oh, yeah. To leave him a voicemail to tell him that she was about to go to the cops yeah. if he didn't she was something a, good. She was going to the cops, but she can't leave that voicemail because, as we know, someone grabs her on the shoulder and yanks her into all I thought the devil then got her. I thought he did, too. I thought he was just going to not even give Sam the chance to uh, take care of the problem. So somebody yanks her into off-screen, Bill. And 
she had managed to leave Sam half a voicemail. And so Sam frantically calls her back. And uh, he tries to talk to her and so that the devil won't go after her and take care of the problem. And then he comes, you know, he gets back in touch with Sock and Ben. And they, they explain that they've solved the problem already. And he's like, well, how'd you do that? Sock was like, we stuck her in the trunk of the car. And and so uh, Sam tries to explain to Andy why they had locked her into the uh, in the trunk of the car. Through the little hole in the back of the seat yeah, where they went down the, the armrest. The seat opens up, and so he sticks his head in there, and she's like gagged. And she's like, what are you doing? So then he unties her mouth. The potpourri's gagging her. Yeah. And uh, she's like, Socks. what are you doing? Get me out of here. This potpourri is just sock. I put in some potpourri. And blankets. And... <coughs> He's very thoughtful. <coughs> so oh. she's she's burning. Her throat's burning from all the potpourri. And Sam's got a uh, fruit juice. He's like, I got your juice box. <laughs> and then Andy's like, bring me the juice box. <laughs> well, just give it to me. So he reaches his head in there and his whole arm and and she, I guess she the claws come out and she has her way. Cause That's like my raccoon fighting noise. That was not. Stole it from Jerry she, Clower. Uh, Rest his soul. Is he dead? Dude, yeah. Oh, man. Long time ago. No, he was. I guess. Anyway. Ten years ago. Um, I didn't even know that. I'm so out of touch. I know. Uh, but anyway, so Sam or Sock and Ben are out there behind the car you know waiting on they're just chilling and they're chilling and the, and we see through the window Sam his feet his kicking feet, he's like help me with his feet of course he couldn't talk because it's he, like synchronized swimming he was like he was getting mauled and his feet were just like going around and uh and so they finally see him and get him out of the car and he's like dude what happened in there? He said, you stick your hand in there. You'll see your own death. <laughs> <laughs> so Which I thought, I thought was a great line there. Yeah. Uh, so they come up with an ingenious plan. They'll scare the yeah. devil into her. Yep, that's right. What are they going to do, Jared? They're going to scare the devil in her. They're going to drive out to the uh, the Tony's. The Tony. shack in the round. Yes, the Tony's little, little shack yeah, in the country know. there. Which has a convenient round fence around it, so that you know they'll be in a circle at all times. Yes, I um, wish I could quit singing. Or <laughs> making it's not singing what I'm doing. It's making making noises, odd noises. It's the, the it's the lack of sleep. So they go to his cabin in the woods, and he's you know actually meeting with the other demons. He's going to rebuild the army with, because we know there's you know a lot of demons. I guess because a lot of them did get killed last week, but I guess there's still more. When the uh, show in the round went down, <laughs> it was like you know Jericho and the walls fell down. Yes, it was. Um, but anyway, he's meeting with other demons, and as Sam and Sock and Ben and Andy, who is in the trunk, still, uh, they pull up, and the other demons are you know driving away, and so. Tony's like, what are y'all doing? And and uh, they ask him to help, 
you know, but he won't listen to anything they say until they get inside the circle because he thinks that they're... The circle is safe. Yes. The safe circle, we'll call it. It's our safe place. So, because he think I think he, or I thought he thought that they were there to talk about the, you know, rebellion. Obviously. And so, and I'm glad I finally picked up on something obvious because I, I didn't do very good last night picking up on the obvious. Anyway... So you were Captain Obvious. Was, <laughs> thank you. He was uh he was thinking that, but they were really in fact there to ask him to reveal his demon side to Andy so that she would believe. And uh It's kinda like Santa Claus. Trying to get a kid to believe in Santa Claus. It's kids these days. There is a Santa Claus. I know. Okay. I was about to and say. an Easter bunny. And a tooth fairy. The Molinator. <laughs> I'm a Christmas um, movie junkie. Yeah, I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, I bought it on DVD. My daddy loves that. Me movie. too. Um. Anyway, so, so Tony's like, they finally bring Andy. They finally let poor Andy out of the trunk with the potpourri. She's not happy. And no, but they drag her inside the house, and Tony's standing there in in his human form. And she's like, will you tell them to let me go? They're being crazy. And he says, no, Andy, it's good that you're here because they want you to see something. And he's like, where's a good spot? And I thought he wasn't going to do it. He kept, thought he was going to like he, have a little performance He kept putting issues. it off. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah, I thought he was going to have a little anxiety there. He kept putting it off going, where's a good spot? Where? And I was like, dude, he's got to show her. It's got to happen. I was like frantic because he wouldn't. I thought he wasn't going to show her. But he, in fact, does show her. And that was a face of face she made. It was great. She uh, she made this great face and ran out the door. And Sock has done something really stupid. And they're like, she can't go far. Yeah, and then Crank. they realized that she cranked Room. the car. Gone. And drove away because he left the keys in the car. And Ben's like, you left the keys in the car? And Sock's like, after she'd already drove off, he, it's possible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, I left the keys in oh the and remember right before Tony changes, he tells Sock, you know, not to pee on the new carpet. Oh, yeah, because he just put it down. Yeah. And in fact, Sock, I think he did. Might I think have, he might have leaked a little himself. He might have trickled. <laughs> it scares him. Is that the first time Sock's seen the, the demon? The actual... Because he was going to get the chili fries when Steve did it. Probably so. And he wasn't there when, you know, at the beginning of, of the episode when... We're going to say yes. Yes. So, understandably, Sock and Ben are a little freaked out as well, but they don't run away because Andy's already taken the car. Uh, so then Tony gives the guys a ride back to town. To the bench. Yeah. And, uh, and Tony... Goes all, you know, relationship guru. Do you love her, Sam? And then Sam says yes. In fact, he does love Andy. And Tony says, well, if you love her, you should, you know, go after her. Or something. Like something that. to that effect. I don't know. I love Steve. Yeah, he starts tearing up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me there. Anyway. Uh, he starts tearing up, and he's like, I love Steve, and... But then, he had something special. We were yeah, retire something. away to the round together. And uh, and then the next morning, the next day, they discovered Andy didn't go home that night, no, nor has she, she clocked in to work that day. 
And so they get a little worried. And uh, Sam actually, you know, has a little smart moment here and remembers that remembers the book he found and the the uh, that one of the women are due to have their baby that day. So they're like, <laughs> was that funny? No, I'm they're, just thinking what's ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're like. Um, they start running to the hospital so they can meet the woman. And the uh, the old devil shows up again. And he says, what are you doing about Andy? And Sam's like, no, I can't even find her. She didn't even come to work. So he's like, I've taken care of it. And then Sam's like, no, what'd you do to her? Cause this this once is again, so for, funny to me. For about the fourth time, I thought the devil had, had you know, pulled a Tony Soprano on Andy and whacked her. Anyway, so... so. Then what does he do, Jerry? The devil locked her in the trunk. <laughs> so again, poor Andy for the... Uh, Apparently it's a genius idea. you got a problem locking him in the trunk. She can't get away. <laughs> for the second time in the episode, Andy gets locked in the trunk of the car. So see, Sock and Ben had it all right, apparently. Yes, they did. Or at the least devil. they went with the devil. Um, well, that'd be wrong. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Uh, he gives him a... He wouldn't have locked her in the trunk, I guarantee you that. Jesus would not have locked Andy in the truck. He probably would have just said, believe me, woman. That's why Jesus is cool. Jesus is cool. And so uh, and so the devil says, look, you got one more chance, bud. Or I'm really going to take care of the problem. And Sam lets Andy out. And she's like, dude, I believe you. I believe you. And, uh, and Sam makes her promise not to you know, tell anybody because, well, he doesn't tell her that she could die. But... I think that's what he's thinking. And plus, he doesn't want himself to be outed. Yes. Um, so she says, but I can't date you anymore. She's, this This broke my heart. Was this the part? Yes. She's walking oh, away. This was terrible. And what does he say, Casey? He says, Andy, I love you. And she after like a five-minute five pause, it wasn't five minutes, but it really seemed like a long time. She's like, what? And he goes... I love you. And again, another long pause. She says, I'm afraid of you. <laughs> the worst thing ever. I I wanted to cry. I'm not a crier, but I really wanted to cry. And uh, so uh, she can't she can't be with him. She says, I can't handle it. It's too much. And Sam's like, you know, I still love you. But she walks away. And so at this time, my heart is breaking inside. I was I was really having you know a crisis. Hero can't have the girl again. That happens and again still gets on my nerves. And it shall happen to the end of time. So, uh, and then we cut away from that depressing little scene, and uh, Ben is uh, they're in the hospital now looking for uh, Jack, and uh, Ben goes up to a nurse who we don't know her name, but um. She he says, you know, where's the maternity room? At least give her a name. She's reading, and uh, we just don't know her name, Casey. At least give her a name. We don't know her name. I know, but it, I mean, at least they could have given her a name. They could have, and they I'm could've. sure they will. They should have. So you know, he know he's about to walk off when he realizes, you know, those piercing green eyes and the Sue Grafton novel. Yeah. Why mm. is for? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Not G is for gumption. No, it That's wasn't. For sure. but they, had refer- they referenced that 
They were like, uh, Ben referenced that. He's like, Jeeper Gumption is off the hook. Her eyes were freaking me out. Yeah, they were. Kind of, they were kind of great. Pretty sure they weren't natural. They were piercing. Yeah. Whatever they were. So, uh. As he's, he's about to walk off, and he says, Hey, do you like mixed martial arts? <laughs> and then we cut to, uh, Sock and Sam, and they've spotted Jack. And they put him in a corner, like baby. They corner him up, mm, that's right. But nobody puts Baby in a corner. No, because he got the, like, reciprocating saw. How do we throw the Dirty Dancing reference in a reaper? Um, I didn't even know where you got that reference. I've heard it. I didn't know where it came from. Dude, now I know. Dirty Dancing with... With Swayze? Yeah, it was Jennifer Grey who was Baby. Okay. She goes, nobody puts Baby in a corner. Anyway. So he takes the reciprocating saw. We think he's going to attack Sam and Sock, but no. He's going to make sure he reproduces. So he cuts his own hand off. <laughs> uh, tosses the hand up into the ceiling tiles. This man is obviously a genius. And Sock says, I got this. I'm going to handle it. So um, he rounds up Ben <laughs> to help in the process. and you know, Drags him off from, from Perfect Chick. Yeah, and Sam, you know, he uh, he handles what's left. <laughs> With scalpels of fly, and he gets stabbed in the arm. He does, and then he pulls it out. And yeah. so I was like, "Don't pull it out because it'll but bleed." But then Andy shows up. Andy came to the rescue, which I was, I was never expecting this. Yeah. I mean, something obviously had to happen because the other people were gone, but I wasn't expecting this. And uh, you know, Jack, you know, they knock. He kind of knocks Sam back, and Andy gets the scythe <laughs> into a corner. But. Not before she, like, punched him. Yeah. Like, it was vicious. But she, Jack's she, got the scalpels and all. She pulled some good moves this episode with She's the elbow vicious. and the punch. But she finally, uh, she grabs it. And, uh, and as Jack's coming to stab her, she just stabs him and she catches the soul for the second time. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> she's a little freaked out. Oh, oh man. And... And, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm laughing at what happens next. It's okay. Cause... And Sam's like, just wait here. <laughs> and he just takes off. And she is there frozen. And then Sam takes off to find uh, find the others. Yeah, so Sock is running with a broom, pounding <laughs> on ceiling tiles. And finally he corners it where he thinks he's cornered <laughs> it, only to find that the, the hand has reproduced and jumps out of the... Uh, the ceiling tile as a full-on naked Jack. Yes, because obviously Jack has not had time to clothe himself since reproducing. Yeah. And, uh, he jumps on bit Sock. <coughs> Poor Ben didn't get with the Sock. <coughs> no, Sock did. Sock gets and it was much worse carried around <laughs> yelling, screaming. <laughs> and then Jack finally runs away. But Jack is so vain. Oh, man. He stops to look at himself He's in the mirror. He's looking all while Sock's going, Oh, Ben, that was horrible. That <laughs> was horrible. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. And he, he's, Jack is standing there looking in the mirror, and they should have played the You're So Vain song. But he's looking in the mirror, and all of a sudden we see the uh, scythe just come up and nail him. Yep, and, and we finally sad. got the soul for good. And But Sam goes back to uh, look for Andy. She's gone. She's nowhere to be found. And, uh, so then, after we've captured the soul, we cut to the bar. Boozers. The, the booze. The booze. I don't know what it's called. It's your booze uh, at the booze. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, right. 
And then the Brit, Sarah, our our favorite British, our favorite British woman. I bet I bought any rings on eBay. (laughs) She's like, I got rings. That was good. Thanks. Mine's just like a. I got some wedding rings and I bought them on eBay. I'm sorry, any people that have that wonderful, charming British accent. That is an awesome accent. We can't do it. I'm jealous as all get out. Southern Alabama people. We got hick accents. Southern Alabama people cannot do British accent. And British people and Australian, they got the coolest accents in the world. And we should not try to do it because. It's just wrong for somebody that can't do an accent to try. But we're not going to ever try it. Well, I'm not say ever. It's kind of. We're going to try it again. We're just going to say. It's fun. In her best British accent, she said, yes. I got some rings on eBay. Yeah. Okay. You can do that. Because I hate when people in the movies like try to do a southern accent. Yeah. And it sounds all fake, so it gets on my nerves, so I apologize for. And we butcher anything the, uh, we try to. I butcher the Godfather. I'm sorry. I, I apologize I'm for. Sorry to the ghost of Marlon Brando. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Uh, I apologize for attempting any accents. So. Yeah, anyway. But, uh. Ben tells her he's found his Phil Collins. Yeah, actually. And he's like, it's not you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no way we're married. And, uh. And, and he's like, you know what? But Sarah I'm going to, on a date with her. But Sarah wants to stay. And she's like, no, we're married now. And so you can't go on a date with her. And. She's like, what if immigration goes? <laughs> and. And he said, I'm going to call in immigration. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to turn you in and we'll both go to jail. For extortion. He's like, I'm just going to give the money back. Yeah. And Sock's like, oh, no, you're not. Sock won't let him. Sock is hilarious. What did Sock buy? He bought tickets. To, oh, yeah. Uh, what were the tickets to? I can't even remember. Dang. It was four seats to something. Something really good, too. And uh, I don't think it was that good. I was being sarcastic. Oh. Anyway, Jared has failed to get my sarcasm, but that's because... Your sarcasm sucks. Yes, my sarcasm sucks. I want to know what the tickets were and for. it's late. I know I'm bothered. But, I can't uh, remember. I can't remember. And, but Andy actually comes in at this moment, and they have a heartfelt conversation about... Andy realized that... Uh, Realizes that Sam has actually been in danger in trying to protect her. And she actually, for once, acknowledges this fact. Mm-hmm. And it's, that was kind of refreshing to me. Do you yes. agree? Kind of it's nice to have this in that, shows. Yes. Where the girl acknowledges that the hero has been protecting her by keeping secrets. Or even if the hero was a girl. I mean. True. It was nice to for the people that you've been protecting to acknowledge. And we're getting and, a lot of that this season in... All our shows. Yes, which I've, you know. Enjoyed. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. So, uh, she's like, I'm amazed you survived this long. And he says it's a miracle any of us are still around, basically. Because, you know, they got demons running around and the devil's running around where they work and stuff. So, um, he's like, you know, he tells her he loves her again, and he always did. She said, you know, she wants to know, did you really mean you love me, or did you just not want me to call the cops? And he said both. Yeah. Very <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, I really meant it, but yeah. Also, I didn't want you to call the cops. So, uh, then the, uh, the devil. Smooch. Yes, they did get a little sugar there. So, I guess the relationship's okay, at least for the end of this episode. Yes, we will talk about that. Get into that in spoilers. Yes. But, um... Then the devil comes in, and he's, you know, got the 
the Alicia Baker thing happening again. The uh, teleport. And they go... Smallville reference. Yeah, sorry for... Uh, I just couldn't help it. Seasons I, three and four. I YouTubed that the other day. And uh, so they transfer... Ooh, transfer... Teleport to... Transference. Uh, they teleport... Ooh, another... This is a Reaper podcast. I they, know, we're small little freaks. <laughs> they transport Freak to the, week. the uh the cabin in the woods. I guess the, the devil was he uh, actually knew about the cabin, obviously. So they transfer up there and Sam is I guess he's forgotten that he actually made another deal with the devil again. He's just so giddy. He's so like and who can blame him because you know, things are smooth sailing between him I and know, Andy. It's like giddy giddy up. And he's been really waiting since well, Giddy Giddy. Giddy. Yes. No, yes. That word's funny. It's funny too. <laughs> so he's been really waiting for, you know, things to go smoothly with Andy since high school. But really we've only seen it since the pilot, because, you know. But uh so things are going smooth and he's happy, but then the devil's like, Okay. Um uh, now for that favor that you promised me, you know, halfway through this episode. Which the devil made good on, you know, the promise pretty fast, don't you think? I thought it'd take longer. Yeah, I did too. I thought they were going to draw that out. And uh, he says, look, there's something going on in there, but I can't see it or hear it because, what, Jared? I can't see it. You can't see or hear in the round. It's in the circle. It's in Get the round. Get your tickets now. <laughs> so, he's like, okay, the the demons like you. So you're going to have to be my inside man. You're going to have to infiltrate the uh, the cabin. Or else Andy gets it. Well, you know. Essentially. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant by that, but he, they never said that. Which, you know, he's got to mean that. Because that that's what would hurt Sam more than anything else ever. That would hurt me too. I think I would quit watching the show. Um, so, then Tony actually comes out of the cabin before Sam comes in it and sees Sam and the devil disappears because oh Jared what are you doing <laughs> Jared's making faces over here again um, and he sees Sam and the devil disappears because he doesn't want the uh, the demons to see him there and Sam uh, foolishly goes in the house because Tony invites him in he's like okay you got to meet the new army and Sam does, he's like, no, I don't think I want to go in. Because he knows he's going to have to, you know, yeah. carry out the deal he made. And so, but Tony drags him in and he, he stupidly goes in. So there we end the episode with Sam inside the cabin. And I guess he's starting to uh, be the devil's inside man and the uh, the rebellion leader. Yes. All at once, which you can't do both. So, there again, another collision course. Yes. Something's got to give here. And it will by season's end. Will indeed. Another day, another time, though. This week's Soon. was a good episode. Great episode. I really enjoyed it's it. It's one of my favorites. The last Re two have been just great. I really... I've never been disappointed in Reaper, I don't think. It took me a while to catch on. Do I really want to watch it? I know I yeah. watched it from the beginning. But it took a, a couple episodes. It was kind of reminding me of Smallville. Yeah. Freak of the week. Yeah, but 
but it had so much. It's so comedic. This, yeah, that's the strong point of this Sock show. That's their uh, saves the day. Well, really, all of them have jumped up on the comedy train. They're yeah. all. It's just great. But they all had their own different ways of. It's a great fun show. I'm yeah. glad they. It's not a serious. It's not meant to be taken. It's like it's like uh, Tyler Levine said, who plays Sock. Is that how you say his name, Levine? But uh, sounds good to me. He plays Sock, and he said. Uh, in an interview one time, he said, uh, "There's a lot of supernatural shows on TV, you know, like supernatural." Like supernatural. And uh, he said, "But we kind of key in on the comedy, you know, aspect. So that's how we're different from. The, I mean, the other shows have comedy too, but they just don't, you know, build their show around it. Whereas Reaper kind of builds the show around comedy and works outside toward the, you know, the plot line. I'm using the circle reference." Uh, in the round. So, uh, Casey, next week in the round. Get your tickets now. That's what we at, can call the. Uh, that's what we can call what? Anyway, no. go ahead. Like I said, get your tickets now. Next week, you can get your tickets by emailing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, WD. Back forty podcast at hotmail dot com. Quit saying www the email. Anyway, I apologize. I've done it again. Anyway, great so, episode. I thought it was really good. Um. You know, I was on the edge of my seat for more. I can't wait till next Tuesday. Me neither. Well, anyway, you got anything else today? No, pretty pretty much all covered right. it all, I think. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, stay tuned toward the end of the weekend. If you're a viewer of our other podcast shows, such as Smallville, Supernatural, or, or a, Scrubs. Or a listener. Yes, <laughs> listeners would be good. <laughs> no, viewer, because you can't really view us, but yeah. you can listen. Um, we'll have those up this weekend, yeah. and, um... Stay tuned after the music. They're gonna be big ones, but yes, stay tuned, and, uh... After the music for our little spoiler-rific segment. Thanks again. See ya. for next week's episode 16 of Reaper, Greg Schmeg. The official description from the CW is Andy's ex-boyfriend Greg returns and vows to win her back. Sam is less than thrilled when Andy's ex-boyfriend Greg reappears on the scene and asks Andy out on a date. To Sam's shock and dismay, Andy accepts and decides to break up with Sam. Suspicious about Greg's sudden power of persuasion, Sam investigates and discovers Greg has sold his soul to the devil <gasps> in order to win back his one true love. And uh, all the other people will be starring. <laughs> also, while I'm at reading descriptions, TV.com has provided me with this wonderful description. When the devil refuses to offer Sam any help on capturing the latest escaped soul, the gang turns to Gladys for help. Gladys then takes the guys to her demon friend, Dennis, <laughs> who at first refuses to help, but later on offers Sam a homemade vessel because he feels sorry about his parents selling his soul to the devil. Meanwhile, Andy's ex-boyfriend Greg returns, and Sam discovers that he has a plan to get her back. Ooh. And from the, um, the uh, preview for next week that was on after...
Greg apparently has gone a little psycho as well. A psycho killer. He's like an axe-wielding Jason type. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So pretty much, Sam's getting screwed. Really? Because the you know Greg has sold his soul for Andy. I never did like Greg, although he did provide one of the more funnier moments of the show when the, you know, they're in the car and playing in and oh yeah the the little slap fight you know yeah oh gosh hit you in the mouth but uh get back I, I think it's gonna be a great episode because you know we're gonna get to see Gladys Gladys is gonna play a role in this one. And uh, plus the homemade vessel, I'm curious. Place the homemade vessel on the mat. <laughs> Thank you for that. I hope they say that. I know. They I'm, also. I'm curious as to what that's going to be. So I'm kind of ready for that to uh, happen, transpire. Looking forward to it. Um, we got, what, three more episodes left, I guess? 16, yeah. 17, 18? Yeah. yeah. 18 episodes total yep. this season. Sure do. So we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to see how Sam deals with the uh, soul and... Po- what other? What's going mad with Greg? Oh yeah, because he sold the and soul. I think Greg's gonna have to die. Something's gonna. Uh, Sam may have to kill him. Sam may have to kill him along with. But the once soul. again, we do suck at spoilers, as you may have realized in our last attempt to. Uh, I don't like to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, we just like to speculate. I like to speculate. Just give you all a little uh, heads up about what's going on. Yeah, but. Everybody, please watch these remaining episodes of Reaper as they will probably decide whether Reaper gets a uh, season two or not. Yes, because we don't want to lose our job on this lovely Reaper podcast we do. Not that we get paid, but still, I would like to We pay a lot, though. Yes, yeah, unfortunately. I'm a broke man. For you, anyway. (laughs) Saying Casey Uh, leaves all the spending to me. I'm going to help. Shame. Anyway, so everybody watch those episodes because we do not want the Reaper to get canceled. Precisely. Also, join the Facebook group. I think there's a petition on there. Yes, do your part and join. There's petitions all over. So help Reaper out. Get it on the air for another season. It's a great show. We love it. So we're sure you all do too. Everybody watch. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.